Well, 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 we are back, aren't we? We are back, solopreneurs. You are authority builders. Hey, I have someone special today, Ash Borland. And we are talking about visibility in so many different ways, so many different lights, so many different angles. But he will show you why it's important and how you can get it done. I, I grilled him pretty good to get you guys some good content. And I think you really need to hear what he has to say because it's really incredible. So don't miss this one. All right. Just don't do it. All right. You want to hear this one for sure. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with another one. It is the Authority Project here. And I'm here with my new good friend here, Ash Bolin. And he says he is going to help us show why visibility is more important than ability. Is that right, Ash? That's exactly right, Brian. That's exactly right. People do not realize that it is super important. Okay, well, we shall see. We shall see <laughs> <laughs> on this episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we are here with another one. It is Ash Bolin on the virtual stage with me today, and we're talking about visibility being more important than ability. How are you doing today, Ash? Very good, mate. Very good indeed. Thank you for awesome. having me on. Oh, I'm glad to have you here. This is going to be an incredible topic here, because I've been hearing a lot about this, and there's been conflicting things about this topic. So let's first, before we dive in, please yeah. tell people who you are personally and then professionally. Yeah, sure. My name is Ash Borland. Professionally, first of all, I'm a personal brand coach. So I help people establish their credibility online, mostly experts, coaches, consultants, freelancers. I help them establish their credibility online and position themselves as experts and authorities, which is amazing for your show. That's why I was excited to be on in their space so they can achieve better things, whether that's money, whether that's more freedom, whatever it may be. Who am I personally? I'm a very weird, geeky, nerdy guy who doesn't like being told what to do, Brian. That's who I am. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I got a. Hey, I think we all have a little bit of that, right? I think we all have a little bit of that yeah. for sure. And um, no worries there, mate. So let's talk about your current project. You have a current project you're working on at the moment? So I've been working on, yeah, my current main focus that I'm working on at the moment is my podcast, which is Personal Branding Secrets, which I've been working on. It's a podcast and now moving into YouTube which anyone who knows YouTube is a, like, it's a whole different beast. Mm, but yeah. yeah, like it's been my entire, <laughs> yeah, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Understanding podcasting seems so simple. I go back right. to those days now um, with YouTube analytics and stuff. But yeah, I've been working on the Personal Branding Secrets podcast, which I was, I've been working on for a year now. But then I, and I said this to you off air that I literally just, I studied my analytics, studied my data. It's all about understanding authority and positioning and realized that it's maybe time to do kind of do 2.0. So I've deleted everything off it. And um, kind of coming at with personal branding secrets as an entirely different kind of podcast, which is an express podcast and it's short and snappy and yeah. Yeah. Like it's an exciting thing. Just trying to find ways to reinvent the, the wheel really. I love it. I love that, man. So last but not least, I'm going to give you this out, this question. And it says something like this. What is your daily routine? 
Oh, what is my daily routine? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, right now, I currently have, I said to you off air, my, I've got a three-month-old son. So currently, not really much. Um, <laughs> actually, like joking aside, I'm quite a big on routine. I'm, I'm an early riser. So the first thing I do when I wake up is I will, my morning, my daily routine, my morning routine will be I'll wake up and I will go get straight up onto um, exercise and I'll listen to podcasting. So a podcast before that usually around a topic that I'm trying to school myself up on. I like to learn as soon as I wake up and I actually, and then I will create content from, so I go into like creative mode and I'll create content from like eight o'clock till about 10 o'clock every single day. So I'm a content machine, but I don't touch client work until 12 o'clock in the after, like I won't go near anybody else's stuff until I've done everything I need to do in regards to creating my own authority. Cause otherwise, as you can imagine, if I'm trying to position people as experts and authorities in their space and I don't do it myself, then it doesn't mm. work. So I spend most of my morning and daily routine purely based around that, really. I do like that. I do like that. I'm going to have to copy that, man. I have to copy Can that, be. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to write that. I'm going to get this replay and write that down. Okay, I like that. Okay. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So let's dive into the topic at hand, Ash. What are you trying to let us know about visibility as opposed to ability? Awesome. So I, this title is a title I use to cause controversy. So <laughs> that, that point, um, It's a funny thing. So as a personal brand expert and someone who works in this space, it's what we see. And I know this, this was something that I used to see a lot, which would break my heart that I would, I, when I was in this space at the beginning, I'd, I'd see people who were, had great ability and they were amazing at what they did. Coaches, consultants, freelancers, they were brilliant at what they did, but they were just lacking clients that they wanted because they were, had poor visibility or they would just be a position in themselves incorrectly. And it started to make me really think about it. And when I started to analyze it, I would think, okay, well, I started to realize that actually like the people that we know as authorities in our day-to-day -day lives, the people we see on TV, the people that we see who we assume are authorities aren't actually the best. They're just the most seen and the most encountered. And that many business owners get this very, or coaches, consultants, they get it very wrong because they keep talking about how if I do the work, they will come. But actually, you should be working more as much on your visibility, if not more, than you do on your ability itself. And we see it all the time um, in the UK. I mean, I mean, you're the US, but you know who David Beckham is, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Now, is David Beckham <laughs> the best football player? I don't, like, I don't like sport. I'm not a sporty guy. But like, I know who David Beckham is. The rest of the world knows who David Beckham is. Yeah. As soon as someone says David Beckham, they think, for you guys, it's soccer. That's what yeah. they think straight away. Or fashion. Or fashion, or yeah. is he's, he's an amazing thing, but what he is, he's more visible. Yeah, than, there's hundreds of we call it football players, it's not like yeah. guys, yeah. but it's <laughs> soccer players, and there's loads of them that were better than him. Mm. But he was the most visible and he yeah. transcended the sport. And there's tons, there's hundreds of examples, but visibility, I would say, and especially in 2021 and moving into the next decade, it's getting more and more. The people who are going to win these spaces, and you're seeing it already, we said about you doing the, the show, you're more yeah. visible. You do it all the time because it makes yeah. you more visible who you are. So I would say that on that statement, ability is very important. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to say that. It's super important. Otherwise, you'll fail. Um, yeah. But it's not as important as a visibility, in my opinion. I like how I love that example because I think a lot of people going to the point where they're looking at these other people and like, I can do that. I'm just as good as this guy or this girl. It's like, why am I not up there? We all have that, that, that instinct. Like, why does he have such an engagement on his content and not me? All right. So with that, what should we be posting 
on social media for the most impact you think? So I have a very strange, I, I, I created my own method when it came to personal branding, which is quite unique to most people's opinions, sure. but it works okay. for me and it works for my clients. When it comes to personal branding, many people talk about this idea that you should, you'll hear this idea, which I don't like, which is be authentic. Don't worry, I'll before you should, but be authentic, <laughs> right. show your real self, be true to yourself, add value. And they're all amazing things and they're all very true. But the problem is they're like impossible to replicate. Or actually, if I say to you, Brian, be authentic, yeah. truthfully, you don't know what that really means. Like, I don't know what that means. It, it's a nice saying and it feels lovely. But to be able to, if you come in as a consultant and I say to you, all right, Brian, put the money and just be authentic, mate. Um, that, that wouldn't really, it doesn't work. You need to have a tangible executional thing. So yeah. again, what I would, I analyzed and I looked at many personal brands who are doing really well. And what I realized was these people, they become laser focused. So what should you post? Is this gives you the idea is these people become laser focused on one thing and they become the go-to guy for one thing. Yeah. And so when it comes to posting on social media, what should you post? It's what do you want to be known for? So where people go very wrong is a bit, that's a bit dramatic. It's not very wrong, but the way they could, could potentially be incorrect positioning, as I said about right. poor visibility and incorrect positioning is yeah. I think that everybody cares about their life and we don't, we don't <laughs> care about what anyone else is doing. What we care about is how can you help us? Okay. And so to be a, to position yourself as an expert, you need to deliver expert content all the time on a barrage of like day in, day out. And it's all to do with this side. So when it comes to like that, so for example, if you wanted to be an expert in, um, I don't know, say a business coach and a business coach that specializes with athletes, we use David Beckham still. So yeah. a business coach specializes with athletes, being able to, you turn their, their brand into a business after they retire. That's right. like a really super niche. That person needs to turn up seven days a week. Right. Let me talk about that thing. Now you can use that in loads of crazy, wonderful ways. You can be really creative with it. But if it doesn't align with that content pillar, if you start putting photos of your kids, of your family, the problem with it is it, it doesn't take you closer to being an expert in the yeah. space. Even that's, though people that's, that's very interesting. You're, you're you're like the first person to ever say it like that. Because I I hear yeah. some people say the exact opposite. Yeah, you will you have a have a balance. You, I heard that on Russ. I watched the uh, read the um chapter six of your book with Russell Brunson. Yeah, you talked about balance. So you don't think you lose the connection with your personal brand when you're doing that? I don't know, and, and uh, obviously I've worked with enough people to know I, it doesn't happen. Okay. What it does is, but again, all this stuff is different and everyone yeah. can do what they want. Um, yeah. What I'm a big believer in is subtle psychology cues. So everything I do, well, my personal branding theory is based in tangible stuff, as opposed to like very woo-woo holistic, which as much as I love that, I'm a big, I'm, I'm very into all that stuff, but I believe that it needs to be based in content marketing, social selling techniques, and uh, behavioral psychology. You need to understand why people do what they do in order to do, right. to get yourself in the right position. And so subtle cues, is really important so behind me for example as you can see yeah i and i wouldn't normally talk about it but behind me i have i have this here is a video gaming stuff i'm a bit i'm into video games as a retro games as a kid nice i've got um here is rich piana signed rich piana thing rich piana was a bodybuilder in the us who yeah. sadly passed away i've always been very much into bodybuilding and i have all the retro yeah. gaming things here kind of star wars stickers up behind there okay normally i would never tell you that <laughs> that just to give you an example of show your personality that's about as much as you need to see and okay. anyone who knows those things and, and knows what those things are will, will understand and anyone who doesn't won't get put off because i haven't gone look at my life and it's this is the issue with it now there is a ratio of course yeah. 
if you ever follow me on Instagram, you will see photos of some photos of my son every now and then. Like right now, just purely because we're in lockdown and, and a lot of my family members watch it as well. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. So yeah, there is a balance. But the problem is people follow you for, for we've got to remember keeping your followers in mind that they follow you for a specific reason. Yeah. So if I follow you, if, if you follow me, for example, Brian, for personal branding, and now I start posting out my workouts and what I'm eating for dinner <laughs> you probably, and, and my retro gaming and all that, you'd be like, okay. you'd be like, what, what is this? I'm not following okay. you. For that. And you'll okay. go to the one person who's more visible about personal branding only. And this is where you see all of these people. Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm a big, a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. I like what he does. Yeah. Um, I think people don't fully understand what he does. But if you watch Gary Vaynerchuk, he spoke about what now we see him and we see this idea of, wow, he's amazing. He is doing all of these different things and we're seeing all this stuff. But he's done it for like years. Yeah. He spoke about, he just, he just spoke about wine forever. Yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. Cause I, I, there are people on Instagram that follow like I, Tony Baker comes to mind as a comedian and I, I specifically go to his profile to laugh. I'm on there just to be there. I don't want any other stuff on there. You're right. I don't, I don't want to, of course, talk, talk about your kids, but the main part that he does is just like, you're coming here to see my my voiceovers of my cat or whatever animals he's going to impersonate. So you're, yeah. this is spot on. I, I love what you're saying. So do you believe that's where people should start if they're like really like, okay, I'm going to really start to do this thing, like really focus in on what you do and then have that smaller ratio, especially when they're starting. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. So my mentor that I work with, who's a behavioral psychologist, he says, he always says to me, they'll come for the content and they'll stay for you. And this is really interesting. So when you're starting, what people get very a, mis a common mistake and it's absolutely fine I, every mistake in the book i've made every single one i told you again i'm deleting my podcast because i've made a ton of mistakes people in your starting out it's actually quite easy to start it's easier than people think is what it is if you pick one thing and you talk about your one thing that you want to be known for promise i actually can promise you like i would happily say if you do that and you commit your time to not the hard bit is staying on topic yeah if you don't go off topic you do that for a year, I promise you, you will be in the top 5% of your industry. I promise you that people will think you are. Like, because what happens is you, it's, like a, it's like a razor sharp knife and it cuts through all the noise. Yeah. Now, it'll take about six months for people to notice you. You're probably having it now. The sheer volume, it'd be interesting to hear your, the sheer volume that you are putting out with this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> will make people go, at first, they'll be like, okay, cool, whatever. And then what starts happening is they'll go, I want to be on that show because he's doing something. I don't know what it is, but he's doing something. It's the same every single week. Yeah. And, um, and it happens. And then what happens is you build a following. Absolutely. It's very easy. Just pick one. Easy in theory. It's just like it's really easy to keep your bedroom or your living room or your house tidy. Yeah. Well, it's not, is it? It's very difficult. <laughs> right. Right. So it's a so, similar so, concept. All right. Should we be concerned about the amount of followers? Because this is a big thing. Because there are marketers who say that, it doesn't matter, but about, you know, it doesn't matter really. But at the same time, they tout how many followers they have, they've, they've obtained in 30 to 60 days. You know, look at me. I'm at 50,000 followers. Da, 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 da. So I can see a level of achievement in that. I, I, I understand that. But should we be concerned with that in the bigger picture? There's a really, the answer is no, we shouldn't. You're very right. Like, like it's really interesting. Again, there is merit in it. Um, one of the things I talk to people about that used to frustrate me with this industry, with the marketing industry and the branding industry is that this, exactly what you said this, don't focus on followers, don't focus on likes, don't focus on these things. And then they would brag about the fact they got 2 million followers and right. that, would, and then I'd get a, you know, like they come on my show and their bio would say, my name is John blog, Joe blogs. And I have over 500 million views. I'm, I'm right. thinking, okay, we're done. Um, right. 
the truth is it shouldn't matter, but it does matter. And when I work with people, I'm a big believer in just try not to focus on it because if you focus on the vanity, it's like a vanity metric. If you focus, focus on the metrics, you're going to, you're going to depress yourself if I'm really honest, because it's very hard to get traction, but it's a flywheel effect. The more you will gain, the more you will gain. It's really weird. Like it's, right. it sounds like it's sort of to do with um, Cialdini's influence principles and what are the social proof. People tend to follow people who they, who they think other people follow. And so it's why it gets easier as time goes on and more. And, and then, so absolutely it does matter, but it's not as important as you think. It's one of those things like if you chase money, it'll run away. But if you chase what you enjoy, then the money will chase after you. It's a very similar thing. I find that if you do your research, stay on target and don't think about followers and likes and metrics for like a year. Again, it's about mm. bracketing this time as a realistic thing. When I work with someone, we do an initial eight week block. Okay. And I would say to these people, like at the end of these eight weeks, you're going to hate me because <laughs> you have got nowhere because it's a year long process. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Eight weeks allows them to really just educate them as to how I'm thinking. And they, and once they do it, they're like, okay, I get this now. This is replicable. It's scalable. It's simple to do in theory. Yeah. And, and that's something that I would say with the vanity metric, it's not as important as you think, but it does have a bearing because if you have 2 million followers or whatever, I'm just doing some stupid, some massive number, then, mm -hmm. uh, then, then you, it's easy to get from 2 million to 3 million. It's a lot easier to get from two. It's quite funny that I'd say it's probably easier to get from 2 million to 3 million than it is to get from zero to a thousand yeah. um, <laughs> because the, you have social proof. So don't focus on it too much, but it will come. If you do the right thing and you stay on target, you'll gain it anyway. Awesome. Awesome. I want to ask you if, if you can provide for us like some how to's about how to post, how should we be posting? Is there, I'm just picking Instagram because it's in my mind. Are we doing a regular post? Are we doing the reels? Are we doing one of those, the, the, the picture, whatever. I, forgot, I don't yeah, even know what they're carousel, called. The carousel. Carousel, carousel. It's just a it's rolling it's, it's, picture, isn't it? Right. They just like have a fancy name. So how should we be going about that when we start? So you can go deep into the analytics of like, which one hacks the algorithm better. Like there's tons of that. Carousels do really well. For that reason, because it's to do with it's to do with interactions. So every time you swipe, that's why you see a lot of people with ten car carousels. Truthfully, though, I think it's whatever. Great advice was given to me by a marketer down in the UK called Bob Gentle, and he's an amazing guy, and he has a brilliant podcast. And he he said on his podcast, he said, "Pick the thing you enjoy doing because for the first three years, you're going to be the number one fan." Um, <laughs> and, I think, and, I, and, I, and it really stuck with me because I think yeah. it's very right. The truth is, how do you feel your brand is, your brand and your personality and your authenticity, as awful as that, I, know I said it before, but like that, how do you feel it can be best portrayed? You know, and I think like for myself, it's video. Like I'm a video guy. I'm, at, I'm a podcaster. And that's really, I love podcasting, but because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dyslexic guy, so I have audio, but I love the visual creative elements of video. And so I don't really do blogs, don't really do text posts, don't really do those things because they don't resonate with me. I think the best thing to do is be consistent. So if you are going to create great carousels, you were saying about that you follow the guy for the funny videos. Yeah. If I follow you for the carousels, I would just do carousels. Because mm. it makes your life, if you do, again, it's, it's, when you talk about design and brand design and graphic design or design in general, I know a lot of artists, that the, the truth is it's not, about how much can you keep adding to make it better it's about how much can you strip away and it still makes sense that's the key to beautiful design so in other words with that if you and this is why i meet a lot of people who come to me and they'll be stressed out 
I've got to do a video. I've got to do a carousel. I've right. got to do a blog. I've got to do a podcast. I've been told this. And I'll go, okay, what do you like to do? I'm like, okay, well, I really like to do a one-minute video. Okay, then let's do a one-minute video. Let's do a one-minute video every single day around one tip. Okay, do that for six weeks. And how do you feel? Oh, it's actually a lot easier. Okay, post it everywhere. It's a lot easier. So I would say like, that's my non-marketing correct answer. If you know what I mean, is that everyone will tell you that if you, I'm a big LinkedIn user, for example, and LinkedIn doesn't like video right now. No, they do not. They really, they do not <laughs> as you know, they do not like video. Like they no. want text. They want text-based posts. And I can mm. tell you why that is. I know why that is. It's to do with supply and demand. Mm. They wanted video. So everyone gave video. And then there was too much video and not enough text. So now they're going to reward text over video. And it's this balancing act. But the problem is if you change, think about the type of messages you're trying to get across is if you change your content to the algorithm, that's not very authentic. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then we talk about it. So it's, I would say that stick with what your heart, geez, it sounds, stick with what your heart and your gut tells you that you enjoy the most. And the thing yeah. that you'll do when you wake up in the morning on the days you don't want to do it and you'll still do it. And that's what I would do. Awesome. I love that. I like how you, how you express the sense that the authentic self is something that we should really <laughs> investigate. Cause I tell people like, if you would look at my authentic self, you would be bored out of your mind. Cause, yeah. <laughs> cause I'm an introvert and I'll be just like, okay, you don't want to see this, this yeah. authentic self. You really want to see the best version of me. So, so do you think of that to do your best self instead of just coming as you are? Because I've seen a lot of people try to just do their authentic self and it's, it's a mess. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. I, that, you know what, Brian, you couldn't literally make this up, but the conversation I was having with a friend of mine before, literally before this show, because okay. I had an hour and my, I said, my wife put my son down. Okay. And um, I said exactly this, we were chatting about this on Zoom. And I said, I am, a, my background originally, before I got into all of this stuff, I'm a performer. I was a singer, actor, dancer, West End stuff. Nice. And um, the truth is, I'm an introvert. I am currently sat in a dark studio <laughs> with no windows and I spend my entire life looking at a computer screen mm. and um, talking into a camera. I don't socialize with people. I'm not naturally that, but when I'm on camera, I am a performer and I know what to do and I know what to say. And I bring the best version of what I bring the best version of who my audience needs them to serve them yeah. from using all of my own it's like a method actor using all of my own experiences to bring the best value they can have i don't lie about who i am i don't pretend to be someone else i've done that before and it's and it's tiring so that's the truth <laughs> it's not, it's not like it's again i've done it like i've worked in many different areas when, I, when you're a trained actor i've gone into many different corporate jobs and been the best within the, the best i don't know what i'm doing but the yeah. best because right. i can mimic and i can be whatever they needed to be right right the truth right. is your authentic self it's like the meaning of life. Like yeah. The authentic self is really hard. So you are a character. So the truth is you're very right. Think about like, you're very charismatic on here. You can see that you're saying you're an introvert, yeah, but you're absolutely. very charismatic. You've held yeah. this audience incredibly well. You're holding my, my, and I'm quite a outspoken guy. So you're dealing with me very well. So that shows you <laughs> the thing. Now, outside of this room, I'm not like this. I just sit quietly and watch TV. <laughs> um, so yeah, absolutely. You know, you're very right. I love that you said that most people bring their, most people bring their authentic self. And yeah. I always say authentic in quotes because they don't fully understand what it means. Cause it doesn't, as I said, it doesn't mean anything. And, and, and I would have it, I'd have conversations with people about this all the time where, and, and it would frustrate me when I would try <laughs> to learn about this stuff. Cause I'd go, I want to learn how to build a personal brand. And then you'd get, be authentic. And I think, okay, but 
I'm a miserable sod. Like, you know, like I'm a moaning. Or like, I was like, how is that? I was like, okay, how do I be authentic then? They go, oh, well, just be true to yourself. And I was like, okay, <laughs> how do I do? Like, you're, you're, how, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and so I think the best advice is actually to be a version of yourself. Mm. Hey, I, love it. I love that. I love that so much. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to push all these into one last question. I know we're up against it here. So can you talk about like the design and what should be in your bio and maybe like your profile pic? All those wrapped into one, one, one bio. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I can do that. Um, so your profile picture should be the same everywhere. So if you are the same on Instagram, it should be the same on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, everywhere. Wherever you are, that should be the same. The reason why it's the same is that, again, you think and you may think that people will recognize you, but I can promise you they won't because they don't care. And so you have to make it. It's the path of least resistance. I need to be able to jump onto Facebook and go, oh, that's the same Brian that I've been speaking to on LinkedIn. I have to do that. And you can make that super easy by having a very clear, very concise headshot. Show your face in the headshot. Do not show anything else. Your headshot's brilliant. You've got up in the top corner. Again, it's great examples. So people are watching that. It's very much just your head. Don't do body shots, just the head and the shoulders. Show your face. So that's the first thing with the headshot. When it comes to descriptions and bios, make it super customer-centric focused. So in other words, don't go on very much. You focus on these four things. I'll make it very tangible for you. There's four things and do it in this exact order. What do you do? So very clearly, and these should be one sentence. What do you do? The next sentence should be, why do you do it? Again, one sentence. Next sentence should be, how do you do it? And then the next sentence should be, what is the benefit for your client? And if you want to ever see how that works, there is an example. It might not be on there at the moment, but it will. I'll put it on after this. There is an example on my website, which is personalbrandingsecrets.co.uk. I think um, <laughs> but like I have it for myself, but I use it on all my stuff. Now that is what we call a personal brand statement. And that actually in 60 seconds tells a potential customer what you do, why you do it, how you do it, what is important to them. And it, it incorporates a couple of things, which is what we call, it, there's a huge amount of psychology based in that about what they call a peak end effect, which is people remember the peak of the emotion and the final thing you say. The peak of the emotion is going to be why you do it. And then the final things you say will be should be bullet pointed into three reasons why it's useful to them. That means they'll remember the three reasons and what you made them feel. Great stuff. Great stuff, man. Just great stuff. So I have one last question. One last question for you. And it goes something like this. I asked this of all of my guests. Awesome. And it goes like this. There are people who are watching you right now. They'll be listening to you later. And they have similar goals, similar interests. Maybe they have clients that they want to teach the same kind of things that you're doing to help them be more visible in their business, in their brand, their personal brand. Can you tell them in your own words how to become an authority? in this space. Yeah. In my own words, to be an authority in your space, you need to have three things. There's three things that are super important. Get clear on your message. So clear on what you're talking about. Be consistent in delivering that message and then give it time to grow like a plant or a seed. And I promise you, I don't even tell you that it's not even like a, an if, when you give it enough time and you stay clear and you stay consistent, you will be the authority. It's not a matter of if. It's 100% a matter of when. Wow. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. <laughs> uh, great stuff. Can you tell them again where they can find you after the show? Ash? Yeah, best place to find me after the show um, is check out my YouTube channel, to be honest, because I'm trying to build that. Um, okay, so yes, yes. That would be the best place. And it's all it's personal branding secrets, the YouTube channel and the podcast. 
they are both the same thing. And the videos are the audio. It's all been done from research now is that if you can watch it and then you might be on the run and you can listen to it. So it's all there. And there's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and every episode is less than 10 minutes because we know, I know you don't care about my life, just how much value you can get. I love it. I love it. Everybody check this guy out. I am subscribed um, on your channel. So get there and subscribe for her and, and get some, some more knowledge from this man. He's amazing. Ash, so honored to have you here, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. People, I have one last thing to tell you, and you already know. Build it, share it, and they will come. And we're out of here. Peace, everybody. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.